the bass. All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Avery. We have Connor. Avery is coming back, and he is back and better I'm, than I'm ever. back, baby. <laughs> he it wasn't is, even me last week. <laughs> we don't know. Somebody use Avery's voice box. Yeah, That's was, it. It was the Monstars, dude. It was, they it, stole my they, they, stuff. They stole your talent, I don't know what man. what it was. We got them back, boys. We got, we got Connor. How we doing, Connor? Doing all right. I can't complain. We just had some good steaks, though, by the way. Celebrating Avery's birthday. I'm turning 30. Uh, it's, no, he's turning 25. But uh, his birthday's on Monday, so we decided to yeah. do it early. Monday? Sunday. Yeah, Monday. Monday. Oh, I thought it was Monday. Sunday. Or I thought it was Sunday. Sunday is the day before, but that's like what I'm really looking forward to. Sunday. No, I feel you. Going to da- dance, Gavin, dance. Um, yeah. So my question to you is, to start us off hot, Ready to go. Okay. Um, hot and ready. Like your favorite. Hot and ready. Thing. Like fucking Little Caesars. Um, Whoa. Little F- Caesars is F- garbage. F-bombs, F-bombs early, I yeah, see. Uh, and F- we're sober this time. Yeah. Gar- Little Caesars is terrible. I don't know. I know that it's all about the deal, but I would rather pay the extra tw- $7 to get a good Papa John's yeah. pizza than Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Little Ce- Caesars literally tastes like cardboard. Little Caesars be good. We ain't got a bitch in here telling you it's nasty. Listen, what? I'm not, not going to sit here to the Little Caesars slander. <laughs> there have been plenty of times where I have bought pizza from them, and it's not bad. They have rebranded. They reinvented themselves. I'm not a shill. We're not sponsored. And I cannot express enough. There is hey, not. If listen, Little I want to defend myself. <laughs> there is not a company out there that will give you a better deal on pizza by bulk than Little Caesars. You need to feed 20 people and you need to buy pizzas and you're on a tight budget. Little Caesars has your back. But if I see Little Caesars, then I'm like, oh, we go on broke boy status today. Because if if you come in with Hungry Howie's, I'm like, all right. You got the like, buttery hey, crust. You, hey, like it's not my go-to, but like that that's the step up from Little Caesars. I'm buying what? Little Caesars for us next podcast. I will not be eating it. Um, I refuse. I'll, I'm boycotting. I'll, I'll eat it. That's because you're poor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're teachers, dog. We ain't much better. You are. <laughs> teachers who are getting shot at, apparently. Thoughts and prayers. We actually didn't get shot at. Uh, there was a shooting near the school where we work at, um, which put us on lockdown for two hours. But Close call. we did not get actually shot at. But, dude, I tell you what, there was a moment of panic when, like, it was like 6.55 and, like, the administrators like, y'all need to go to class, go to class. And I'm like, bro, they still got 10 minutes left. Like, relax. What's going on? Yeah. And then once, once she, like, me and her make eye contact, she's like, you need to get them in your class, like, right now. I was like okay, this is, like, this, this is, is real. serious. This like, is real. seven in the morning. It's, yeah, I haven't fully woke up yet. Like, it's seven Imagine. in the morning. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything. All I heard was a bit of yelling, and then I had one of my students, like, was kind of like, she always walks slow and very casual. She was kind of hossing it, and I was like, ooh. I actually didn't hear any yelling, personally. I, like, I heard. I saw people, like, running. Or something. I thought I thought I I thought they were yelling at a fight, which I thought so too. At Garinger happens every day. Every day. Sometimes multiple times a day. Mo- sometimes, always, always. multiple <laughs> times a day. No, so 
let me ask you this. So this was going to be my icebreaker. I know you have an icebreaker, um, but I forgot it. Oh. I thought the Little Caesars was the icebreaker. You're no. just going with slander no. today. This man chose no, violence. Did. Well, he, when he said hot and ready, I just had to go on the attack. Mm. Hot, real early. I was going to say hot and ready. Um, but would you rather? And I know Avery's opinion on this, but my opinion is probably a little bit different. So we're big fantasy guys, but we're also big fan- football fans. You have the choice of your best or your favorite fantasy team winning, but it comes at the expense of losing your regular team. So the Steelers would have to lose, but your best or your favorite fantasy team win, which one would you choose? I would lose every single game, every single week, to watch the Panthers go undefeated. Yeah. Now the only issue I have with this is, can I extend this into the playoffs? Because if I watch my Panthers go 17 games now, completely undefeated, no. and then immediately tank, is it worth it? Yes I'd rather or my, no? I'd rather my real team do good in real life. I gotta say, I'm gonna be honest with you. Ten times out of ten, I love I love my 49ers, but I'm probably going with the fantasy because I think, like for me at least, Ah. fantasy is so much. You alright? They can't hear you again. I hit my foot. Now flashbacks last week. Now last year when we were in the rebuild mode, oh Panthers could lose. I'd lose two games. They'd lose completely, and I know that they'd get a good draft pick. But after that, no. Well, let me let me rephrase that. If all of my 12 leagues, if all of my 12 teams would win in order for the 49ers to lose, then yes. Because winning in fantasy to me is a lot more satisfying than like winning for the 49ers just because like for fantasy to me, it's one of those things where it's like, I did this, I accomplished accomplished this, I made the right moves. Whereas the 49ers, like, yes, there's like amazing um they should have beat the seahawks this week but they didn't um but i I, I didn't do anything to accomplish it and i get why like avery who's a big diehard steelers fan literally yells at the tv um connor who's uh like a diehard uh panthers fan i wouldn't consider myself to be like i don't really get that heated jacob doesn't like watching football with me uh no absolutely (laughs) i have a friend named eddie and I watched one Browns game with him, and I thought to myself, no, like never. Like it, it, he, you know, screams and yells just like you. But for the Panthers, um, I think from what I've what I've grown older is I just don't like the stupidity sometimes. Now, you want to talk about somebody who gets as intense as you do with the Steelers? Your brother. I get more intense oh. at Garinger games yeah. than you do with the Steelers. And we... So, uh, so let me take that back. So do I, we. If if the offer was on the table of fantasy versus Garinger, I would take Garinger well, in a heartbeat. I would take Garinger in a heartbeat for the well. kids. I would lose in all of my leagues, all of my leagues every every single, single one for them That's to get fair. a win. Uh, oh, and sixteen every every league out of all twelve. Fo- Steelers football is just religious in my family. Yeah, we watch every game. My dad preaches short on Sundays to get to the games. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm joking. Did, did, does uh, Wade, who's listening, does your dad? Um, oh, I, sorry, I had a burp. It's okay. Um, does he like? Do y'all go out to eat afterwards or like football season? If the game's at four, we'll go out to eat. If it's at one, we eat at home. Dang, that's wild. If it's a Sunday night, stews like crockpot meals, leftovers, order pizza. If it's a Monday night game, same thing. Hey, I feel you. 
I think I think it's nice. Have you seen all the games? Yeah, I year? watched them at work. I didn't do nothing. I watched them in the office. Did you yell it? Yep. I was in the money room counting. Quote unquote counting. I'm sorry, Connor. I'm I'm pulling a you and I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, I think that I try to watch every single Panthers game. Um what I hated the most was at the YMCA for like maybe two years during football season, they always asked me what days I could work. And I was like, well, I can work Sundays, but I don't like to. And religiously, every single Sunday, one to five, was like when I worked. So I would be walking laps around the pool because I couldn't sit. I hate sitting in the chair. And usually the one just old lady like doing laps. And I was like, I'm going to like jump into this pool any second now because I'm so bored. I would basically do three or four laps, check my phone to like then I'd look around and then just look at the fantasy score and then look at the Panther score and then put it down. Like I hated it. It was like the worst. Well, so when I became a teacher and I was like, I can watch football. It's like the clouds opening up and it's like, I can, I can watch a game. Oh my God. Luckily yeah. the Steelers games have all been nationally televised. Sadly. And I say lucky and sadly, cause we've been playing bad. But luckily enough, I was able to watch it on my phone. And then we have Sunday ticket. So I can watch it anywhere. There needs to be an easier way to watch football. Yeah, I was going to say that. There uh, needs to be an easier way. So two weeks ago, NFL introduced an idea to Apple and whoever that a new thing instead of Sunday ticket where you buy a package and get every game, you can just buy your team's package and watch all your team's favorite games. That, and I it's mean, a fraction of the cost, but it's still expensive. But you, if I could pay $80 watch the whole Steelers season... Yeah, and not have to worry about feel the extra hundred fifty bucks to watch every other game. I just I'm think not that there's watch. just too much money in football right now. That like, in a in a in a in a perfect world, the NFL would just have one package. The NFL would say, "All right, everyone can buy this package," which is like NFL Sunday ticket, or you can watch it the the televised games. Because I just feel like if it if it if they get too much, they can charge whatever they want. Yeah. So, I mean, I just – I don't want to get stuck watching, like, the Jets and Falcons when the Steelers are playing at the same time because of my location, you know? Yeah, you are in North Carolina, so it is. Let me ask you this. We're talking about monopolies, right? We're talking about monopolies in history, and this is a complete 180, but it, We're talking first about thing, the NFL's monopoly on broadcast. So, that was actually what I was going to talk what about. about the Major League so Baseball? we're talking about monopolies in school right now for my, for my classes, or we just got done with talking about it. Do you think that, like, NFL has a monopoly? ESPN has a monopoly? Like, and for anybody who's kind of not aware of what monopoly is, a monopoly is when one company is the sole provider or the sole distributor of a certain product. So, like, the NFL, you could say, is like a monopoly on NFL watching because, yes, they might outsource it to different like CBS CBS and different channels like you can't find you can't go to ESPN plus and find an NFL game you can't even use like ESPN plus sucks yeah but you can't even use like like at least in now or I think they changed it but you can't couldn't use for a while um football highlights in like sports centers um because like they didn't have Licensing. the right to it or whatever. Ah. I think that that just got changed and it's back to where it was. Uh, 
ESPN Plus sucks because every time I hop yeah. on trying to look for something cool, yeah, they have the 30 for 30s, which is great, but it's like sometimes it's like, do you want to watch St. Mary's swim team? And it's like, no. Facts. And it's like, listen, St. Mary, you're great. I love your swim team. The program's awesome. I don't know if you have one. I think you get the baseball games. <laughs> Some of them. And I think that what I'm afraid of is, you know what really sucks? MLB's package. Because they will black out games for you. You yeah. can pay all this money because mm-hmm. they are the only legal monopoly in the United States. The MLB? Yes. Oh. Why? Because the MLB's been around for so long, it's like grandfathered in. There is no other... Because the MLB owns all other like triple A's and they all have the contracts. So they, what do you mean they black out games? So there are certain times when you buy the MLB package, even if it's in your region, if you watch so many, they say like you can't watch this game. Because the NFL Sunday ticket, you can watch any game. Now, unfortunately, I think that it's lame that you have to go through DirecTV. Because DirecTV yeah. is, I think, the big sticking point here. Because DirecTV, if you don't have... I don't want to pay DirecTV It's money. like $300. Yeah, like I have Spectrum. And even then, Amazon says like we have every Thursday night game now. And it's like, cool. But then I have to go in and I have to set up like my TV provider. And it's like, well, I have to go to my parents to figure out if they're gonna, it's going to cost extra and it's going to pay for it. And it's like, I don't want to force that on my mom. And it just makes me cheat. And I find a stream of it. And I think that like, yeah, like... That's why I think the ratings are like, they're like always bashing on NFL ranks. Like, because I'm the type of person who just finds a stream online for free. So I think that the NFL needs to consolidate some of it. Because Them Reddit streams back in the day were coming up clutch. Dude, you just have to go back to r slash NFL streams and then their subreddit's down, but they have one link up there that goes, go here, click on it, you go to the right place, you can go like, all right, you have a good web, blo- web, you know, web browser protector, give me my games. I mean, you're behind though, you know. Which is like, that stuff scares me. I'm yeah, scared to get a virus. But, you know, you have like antivirus software, and you have a VPN. At that point, you're you're flying high. But sure. So let me ask you this: So since we're talking about football and stuff like that, they need to consolidate. Um, That's what I'm saying. That they need to make it easier for an average person to watch a game because now it's like you got to go all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it. if Amazon made it easy and they showed games every Thursday, okay, but. It's like okay, well, you have certain games in your region, and then it's okay. Well, on Monday night it's MSN, it's M- A- A- NBC or Fox, and then it's this. But on Thursday night it's this company, and then, and then it's then on Monday night it's this company specifically every single time. And it's like for the love of God, just give me a place where I can pay you. If they said pay me two hundred dollars a year to watch every football game, in in an easy package, I could do it. And there is a way of doing it. It's yeah, but you cheating. like yeah, like Sunday ticket. You have to go through it, like Direct, Direct TV. TV and all this kind of stuff. And the yeah. the only way I know around it is if you go to the NFL Network's thing, you pay a hundred dollars a year for it, and you switch to a VPN to then go to the European servers. You get every game because Europe doesn't have broadcasting. Like the NFL doesn't really have broadcasting rights for their stuff. So I might do that. I might pay the hundred dollars for the NFL thing because in America. You pay $100, you get games like an hour or two when they finish. Mm. And they're like condensed. And that's cool and all when you want to catch up with no commercials. But I want to watch it real time. Yeah. But if I have the VPN and I switch to like Germany, it's like here's every game. That's crazy. And it's like I know you're going to lose a lot of money, but you're already like a billion-dollar franchise. How much more money? You know what I'm saying? Like you got enough cash. Yeah. No, I feel so you. They definitely have a monopoly on it, but it's because they're the only people putting out their product. Yeah. The XFL tried. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely no other. But speaking of the MLB's monopoly, uh, I just tried to pull up the Dodgers-Cardinals game. Can't even get it on ESPN. Do you have to have, like, cable? So, so, sp- so speaking of 
baseball and the Dodgers Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, last night we saw the Red Sox beat the Yankees um, six to two. Um, we saw John Carlos Stan actually um, is the yes you're yes um the people who are listening have no idea what's going on he just showed me something about the mlb monopoly um but last night the red sox beat the yankees six to two garrett cole not so good i think that garrett cole's starting to become the next clayton kershaw huh Clayton Kershaw, like back in the day, was like this great pitcher, fantastic, always in the running for MVP and Cy Youngs and everything like that. But would choke in the playoffs. And you look at him. So Clayton Kershaw in 2015 played for the Pirates. You mean Garrett Cole? Garrett Cole, I'm sorry. Um, Garrett Cole played for the Pirates and got taken deep by Kyle Schwarber and my Cubs. It was a 3-0 pitch. But I – and, of course, he, was, he wasn't he was bad with the Astros because he was with the Astros team that are notorious for cheating. Um, but ah. – Whoops. Can, can yes, I'll stop. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, but – Should they have lost their championship? Yes. N- no. Okay, back – Keep going. I just want to trigger that right rabbit trail. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that they should have. Um, I think that there definitely should have been actions taken. I think people should have been suspended. Anybody who knew about it should have been suspended for for a while. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's all a hypothetical of like, if the Patriots didn't lose their championship for Spygate or whatever it is. Like, yeah. I don't think that they should have. I don't think the Astros should have yeah. done it, but they are definitely the the clowns of the league. Um, but you mean the dumpsters? And they welcome it. They like being the, going. They like being the villains. Yeah, yeah, and it's just one of those things where like it's always interesting to see just like the Astros how much hate they get, but like and then they still get this, in the playoffs. So many people have done this. Like the Red Sox did Red it Sox literally the next. Stealing. The, the Red Sox did it literally the next year. Like. There are teams that still are doing it that I'm sure just haven't been caught yet or there are no whistleblowers yet. I think the reason why the Astros were so good at it was because all these teams do this high-tech method of, like, we're going to, like, put a camera and steal signs. They were just like, what if we take a guy, right, and he just hits a trash can? Well, you know that's not what the actual thing was, right? Well, I know they had a camera on the on – the, on the catcher, and then they would steal a sign, and then they would hit a trash can to tell the guy what's going on. Well, it which was is- not quite as simple as that. So what would happen is is the reason why it was illegal. So that in itself isn't necessarily illegal. But sending the sign to the batter is. No, what would happen was is that it would they would look at the sign, it would go through a machine who would go through put it through a algorithm, and then the algorithm would say okay. It's a fastball, and then they would like, they would have some kind of like, not really electric wires, like it wouldn't shock them, but it would get them like Vibrate. kind of pulse, pulse like wires. And from what I understand, if it was like you hit it once, then it was like a fastball. If it was twice, it was like a curveball or something like that. Um, and so they did it that fast. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, well, pitchers, we're pitchers do take like two minutes to throw a pitch these days. Yeah, I mean, you. Especially when there's nobody on base, like the amount of time that it takes from the catcher giving a sign to the it coming to the batter is probably about five to ten seconds. And like for and 
computers can decipher that algorithm super now, fast. Now, if you ask me to identify the traffic lights in an image and I have to like have that traffic light that's right on the edge of the pixel and you're like, I don't know if this is the right one. I don't know. The the Always the ones kind of going off the rabbit trail is when um, they ask, are you... Are you, you not a robot? Or are you a robot? Are you human? I don't know. <laughs> Where's the crosswalk? Oh, you're talking yeah, about... Yeah, we're the, just talking about like just Like when you put your life. password in and it says, I'm not a robot. And yeah. You look and you got to fix yeah, it. Yeah, we were talking sure, about... I'm sure the computer was smart, but... Real slow there for I, I still think... It's that, okay. I still think, though, that the baseball's been just... Even after that, baseball's just been better. I think I've seen more people involved in baseball this year because I think we have that next generation of players. It's more enthusiastic and rivalries are bigger now we're like all right astros are the villains boston just beat the yankees to knock them out like where are these young teams going like we have like we talked about recently other podcasts shohei doing things never seen before vladdy doing like the triple crown this other dude best season by a catch catcher of all time like best arguably best season by a second baseman baseball is like like a few years ago i remember watching playoff baseball and there wasn't like a story it wasn't something like I think what's kept football alive so much is because everyone's just like, for the love of God, don't let the Patriots back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So like having yeah. a villain and having storylines gets people involved because you two are the biggest baseball fans I know. And even you two are like, I'm not watching 170 games. Like you can get this out of my face. Compared to Jacob, I'm casual. I I mean, but now I everybody knows that I'm not like I'm not a big live sports person. Like, I don't sit down and watch games. Like, I I will keep track of them, and I will keep, like, the record of, like, what's going on, and I'll watch highlights and stuff like that. But, like, I don't watch. There's too much baseball. To watch full games. Now, I will say this. I am much more of a live baseball fan than a live football one. So, like, if you said, do you want to go to a baseball game and watch it live? I would prefer to watch a baseball game live in the state in the in the stadium because it's a little bit easier to follow what's going on. For football, depending on your seats, I've been to a few Panthers games and I've always been high up there. Sometimes I have no idea what's going on. I just see bodies running, and when people start screaming, I start screaming, and it's fun and all. But with you got to use binoculars yeah, to see I'm the like, ball. But with baseball, we went over to Chicago, and even being really far up in Wrigley Field, which is beautiful in every sense of the word i would see the baseball get hit and you could you know if the ball didn't go too high up you could pretty much follow baseball and i think that baseball needs to get faster and cut games down i think that that would get people back but we have these stories now and even myself who's even more casual than avery i follow it more i follow man that's also probably partly due to the podcast where i want to be better educated on it but I'm following these people do crazy things. And yeah. Avery's watching baseball right now. No, I'm not. I was checking the score. No, I feel you. Um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, it. you're right. that I feel like this year in itself has been one of the greatest years for baseball. Um, and we, like Fernando Tatis and Juan Soto, we kind of got their intro like last year, two years ago, particularly for Juan Soto because he was like, 20, 19, 20 years yeah. old in the World Series. Makes which me is feel old as insane. hell. He's a certified um, stud. No. But, I mean, we're talking about, like, both people. So, Vladdy and Fernando, who got the home or, um Yeah, Vladdy and Fernando Tatis, who got the home run crown. Um, both of those guys are 22 years old. 
And so, like, this is the first time. Like, I said it on the podcast either last week or two weeks ago. But this is the first time that, like, I feel like the game is in good hands. Like, like, yes, you've had all these guys who are, like, good. You don't have, like, Sammy Sosa. But this is the first time where, like, I feel like, like, we have a not only one or two guys because like Mike Trout's awesome, Bryce Harper's awesome, but like this is the first time that I can think of where like there are like five guys, six guys, six guys who are like twenty five or less, younger years old, and are just like slinging it, going to be the next wave Acuna. of like Acuna, Juan Soto. Fernando Tatis, Vladdy, those are four right there. Who are uh, Christian Yelich is a little bit older, but like even Cody Bellinger still like twenty five or twenty six. Like all these guys are going to be certified superstars, and they're so young, and it's going to be interesting to see because if anybody can break the like home run record or any type of record, it's going to be these guys. And I think that baseball's evolved, Um, especially like. I, I love the stoic nature of baseball. It's America's pastime. It has like that respect and stuff. But I think we're seeing more and more, even in football now, we're seeing this push of keeping it real of like how are you actually feeling, talking how you want to talk. Like Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and is completely slinging it of like whatever he wants to say, he can do whatever he wants. Like you have baseball players like flipping bats, getting excited, having fun. And even then now, I think yeah. that does sports better because you look at these people as like as like human, but it humanizes them. If who's a dude who plays for the Pirates who's like awesome? Andrew McCutcheon? No, 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 no. Who's like the guy with like blonde hair who's like freaking great? Maybe it's not the Pirates. It's it's a it's a P team. Is it Padres? The, is it the Padres? Tatis. That's, that's, that's Tatis. 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 I'll watch Tatis highlights because he hits a home run. That dude's freaking out. I'm like, this is what I want to see. Because like, yeah, I mean, sometimes I love when a guy just knocks a home run also home runs are like through the roof and it's always if i like i for example i watched like a the tampa bay patriots game was like boring as all hell to watch if you didn't know the storyline behind it but watching like a 44 to 34 slog between like the freaking san francisco 49ers and the lions and you offense i take offense any day but let let baseball be free let let baseball get you know out there more exciting. I I do think though that we like baseball still has a long way to go in order to evolve as much as everybody else has evolved because like you think about like the designated hitter debate like we haven't even come to a conclusion on the designated hitter debate and that's been around in the majors for hundred years, <laughs> 30, 40, 50 years. I don't think it's been a hundred years, but like I'm just making you, an you even look at like extra innings, like they int- implemented this rule they took that of away like, for the playoffs. Did they really they took away the runner on second? So the- during, so for anybody who doesn't know, um, during the regular season, if you got into extra innings, you started out with the man on second to kind of just speed up the game a little bit. Um, and like, even that was like pulling teeth. And like, I feel like that's just a, a way to get the game exciting, yeah. but it's something that's different than the way that the game yeah. has always they, been played. They took that away for the playoffs, which like- makes sense. Cause I think that it's like, it's for me, I think for playoff football, Eliminate the eliminate the fifteen minutes. You need to play a football game till it it ends. Yeah. And I think that even then, I think there's some are some archaic stuff like with football. It's like, well, I remember when it was like, if you kicked a field goal and the other team didn't, you won. 
I was like, holy cow, like that seems that seems wrong. So I think that what they need to do is just implement a new time limit. Just be like, all right, five minutes, both teams get a possession, see what you can score, uh, the, the and inter- keep going. Or do the college method. That's what I was going to say. Put them on the twenty. Put them on the thirty. Score. If you don't score, well, you lose. Speak- and I think that would be electrifying to watch. So speaking of like do or die, we can go back to the Garrett Cole thing and the AL winner go home. Um, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole blew it. I think that it, was, it yes, it was Garrett Cole blowing it, but also like I think that there was a couple bad breaks for the Yankees, like John Carlos Stanton. All like, his home runs. He, he thought that he was a home, he thought he had a home run, and that's the top of the first inning. I think you're like one of the first second. It's either the first or second hitter. So like if you start out the game with a home run. Like, that sets the tone. That sets momentum. And, like, I know that, like, football's more of a slave to, like, momentum than mm-hmm. baseball is. But, like, momentum it's, still is a big thing in baseball. In any sport, it's a big deal. Yeah, and so if you're talking about Giancarlo Stanton hitting a home run in the top of the first, then that's going to set the tone for the rest of the game. But when he looks like he did last night, of he hits he hits something and it bounces off the wall, but he can't he didn't run it out, so he only got a single out of it. Like that also sets the tone Still, of like, uh, oh, this kind of sucks. Did he hit Hol- it off the green monster? Yeah. yeah. Still a hilarious. It's a home run. Wait, what did I miss? <laughs> He's on first. Don't you tell the that story. That was that game? Not St- now. Still, uh, still Connor interrupted me, me teaching just to show me that. Which is hilarious. Oh, I saw this. But what, it was that game, right? Wait, yeah. what did I yeah, miss? This, this was last night. This was the Yankees broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Why is he on first? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the bad thing is, is that John Carlos hit another shot off the, um, off the wall last night as well. They- and he finally ran it out and he got to second. But Aaron Judge got cut down at the plate. By Xander um, Bogart, who also a, hit a home run. He's a stud. Do they play at Rick? Or do they play at uh, Fenway? Fenway? Yes, it was at yeah. Fenway. Because yeah, yeah, um, he said the great green monster. And I, was I like, know That's uh, it. Xander hit a first inning home run off Garrett Cole. Yep. And then there wasn't there like a guy on base and Schwarber had a day job. Schwarber had a solo home run in a 3-0 count. In the third Garrett inning, Cole. off Garrett Cole, which was literally in a playoff game, which was exactly six years after he hit a home it's run off day. Garrett Cole. No, I don't think it was exactly six years. But in the 2015 playoffs, he hit a home run off of Garrett Cole in a 3-0 count in the bottom of the third inning. Or so, uh, That's insane. Yeah, it was just like so crazy. One, one of the crazy coincidences. That, that's our boy. Well, that's your boy. Yeah. Talking about players. Let's talk about the two big players that got cut this week and got picked up potentially. We have Stephon Gilmore being released somewhat, then traded by the Patriots to the Panthers. And we have Jalen Jalen Smith. Jalen, Jalen Smith. Smith off the Cowboys. So let's talk with Jalen. Jalen Smith hurt, sound looked terrible. He did. But my whole thing is I'll take him. He was named defensive captain by the players. By the coach, uh, Mike McCarthy was like after the Panthers game. He was like, "Hey, like team captain, def- defense." And the next week, you get cut. So, what That's are the tough? What is happening yeah, in the I Cowboys? Didn't know that. That's wild. What's happening is Micah Parsons can play any position better than him. <laughs> My Micah Parsons can Does do look good. whatever. He I literally thought. he 
single-handedly took over the game against the Eagles. I, I have to say, I, I follow this guy, Brett Coleman, or whatever his last name is, on Twitter. And he basically said, like, the Panthers' run defense has been great. And for some reason, we didn't do what we did against the Cowboys. Like, in 12 plays, they had 100 yards when we were, like, played a certain scheme that we weren't used to. And then we went back to matching them man-on-man. They got, like, 12 yards in, like, six plays. And it was like, he was like, what are the Panthers doing? Like, at a certain point, you got to, like, fix it. And I think that's, I think that hopefully, you know, acquiring Stephon Gilmore isn't going to be like, oh, I'm not saying we're going to the promised land, but. Doesn't he have one year left on his deal? Yeah, but it, for me, it's a good, you I, bring in a defensive, he won defensive player of the year, correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, two I, years ago. Yeah, I, he, defensive player of the year, one of the best defensive players we've seen in a while. And he's going to come teach J.C. Horn and the other like first round pick we got from Jacksonville. Uh, see, I I want to believe the fact you said he's going to teach J.C. Horn, but I feel like after this season he's out of Carolina. I feel like this is he wanted out of New England. He wants a mega deal, get it from someone else after playing with y'all. Because I feel like y'all traded for him since J.C. is gone. But I mean, still he like, could still play. You you give up a six round pick for him. He likes three door uh, downs from Scott Fitterer. Uh, like he's like he this is pretty much him going home he's because from like USC. he he's from like he came or he, he you cut fuck words um the english language yeah. and the lexicon that we speak but you hit the nail on the head that like he's from this area mm-hmm. um and like he still lives here and stuff like that um and so yes he could be gone but like having picking the brain of a person who is uh, defensive player of the year, even if it's like you don't just luck up into getting defensive player of the year. Like you, you have be to good. be good. Yeah. And so like even picking the brain will serve that young core you very know, well. I'm just a sucker for teachers. I don't know why. Um, but at the same time, uh, I, I think that it's like the same thing I say with Keekly. Like if Keekly, if all of a sudden for some reason, for some god awful reason, he was ever traded and it was like his last shot at a Super Bowl and he went anywhere else. You're picking his brain. Like, that's one of the greatest defensive players ever Maybe lived. Maybe not now, because CTE. No. He's kind of mush now. I don't know what he's doing now. I just hope he's happy. That's all I want. Listen, don't dog on my man. No, he, no, no. <laughs> I think he has a he has a loving family. He's if he CPI man for life. But um, <laughs> I remember his commercials. CPI security. And every every white Southern woman is like, I love that boy. Low quickly. But... At the same time, I think that's awesome for us. I mean, I, as a Panthers fan, I'm like, yes, we are being aggressive. I would see free agents get cut, and I go, like, just bring him to Carolina for a year. See what you can gleam off of him. you got the youngest defense in the league, and you're basically going, like, here is an expert who's proven himself, who's won Super Bowls. Learn from him for a year. Pick his brain and see what you can do. Because, yeah, J.C. Horn being hurt is, is awful, but we picked up a dude from Jacksonville. I forget his name. C.J. something. Yeah, C.J. something. Anderson? Yeah. And I think that it's crazy because his agent was – Stephon Gilmore's agent was tweeting was tweeting out that he was going to Green Bay or something. And then, like, it was like six-round pick, Panthers, and I was like, what the heck just happened? So, where is Jalen Smith going? Where do you see him fitting? Because he's still fast – He's still very smart, but apparently he's just not fitting in with the Cowboys well. Tampa Bay. They don't need him. Uh, their secondary sucks. He's a linebacker. I know, but you're still getting some coverage out there. They don't need a defensive line, but you can still get a rotation and, and maybe get I don't, him somewhere. I don't see Tampa going for him because they got Levante David, Devin White. If anything, 
49ers. The Washington football team. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Their defense has not looked good this the year. Wa- the Washington football team, they had a couple guys that I thought was going to, especially at the linebacker core, who I thought were going to do well. But kind of just like what we were talking about with Stephon Gilmore, they're a young team. And so if you can bring in that leadership, who we're talking about a guy two years ago who made a Pro Bowl, like you don't just luck up into making a Pro Bowl either. Also, he, like, a, my bad. So you don't just luck up into making a Pro Bowl. And so it's just one of those things where, like, you bring in those guys and there's a guy that I can't remember what his name is, but he is a linebacker for that team. And, like, he is, like, low-key good. He's a rookie. Um, On Washington? Maybe. I don't know. He's a white guy. That helps you out at all. Oh, boy. On Washington. Yes. Hey, we have Um, our first white cornerback in a while. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. On. I was going to say white power, but you definitely can't say that. Um, so, um, but I, I think Jesus. I, I think that Jalen Smith would be a good addition to that team. Um, I would be interested to see, you said the 49ers, but it would be interesting to see that plus Fred, Fred Warner. Warner. Like, And then you also got uh, Devontae Greenlaw, who's out there. Um, Shoot, the Packers need someone too. I think – yeah, I think he was more of a casualty of scheme and personnel. They got enough linebackers. Yeah, Can because he's slower now, so you're gonna have your defense has to has to figure that out. And I think he would be if you watch the game, he was hyping this team up, and he's he also is a success story. He played in I think one of the bowl games and like eviscerated his knee. Both of them. He yeah, like, like, tore both his ACLs. Basically, like to the nerves. Mm-hmm. And he was picked up, and he recovered, and he played well, and he's slow. But getting him in there as, like, an inspirational – because I do feel like on Madden, I'll cut any old player. Who cares unless they're, like, a a legend. Even then, I'll cut them. But in reality, those older players in (laughs) – yeah, on Madden, I'm ruthless. Um, Those older players will teach young people how to play, how to be smart. Let's learn from them. Because, like, it's one of those things in football where it's like – yeah, your defensive coach can teach you everything you need to know about scheme and position and how to play, but there's just certain nuances I think that like a player can teach you. Like Stephon Gilmore can go like, yeah, playing man-on-man is awesome, and that's what he would do and stuff, but do you see how the QB is about to throw? This is what I learned while I'm playing. See this, and then if they can pick it up and they become better, you're building a better foundation for your team. So I'm not the biggest fan of like collect old heads and, and, and just get them in there, but Getting a few who can teach, who have done it before, and they want to bounce yeah. in a year, by all means. Upgrade's an upgrade. Yeah. Um, can we also talk about how the Bills have shut have shut teams out two out of the last three weeks? I think the Bills are the best team in the And NFL. I know that you like – I know that y'all beat them and stuff like that, but, like, the Bills if they shut played, out the Dolphins. If they played you again, destroyed. Over. Yeah. Um, they At also least. shut out the Texans last week. Now, I know that, like, both those teams aren't nearly as good as, like, those like they're not nearly as good as like you know the the cowboys would be i guess yeah but like we're we're talking about like these are still professionals these are still professionals and so like the defense which we said really wasn't that good like no, you no. might have to give them you might have to give them credit because like your Steelers, even your Steelers, like yes y'all have a good offense but like that they only held y'all to 23 points it's not like you scored 40 on them our defense can only do so much and I then also also, Washington football team, Taylor Heineke might be the truth. He's a baller. Like he's been in the league five hey, years. My man, my man, low key balling. 
Like, he pulled out the win against the – somebody help me. It was the Eagles, wasn't it? Or was it the on. Giants? It no, the, the yeah, Giants beat the Saints. Last week they beat the Giants. No, but the Washington football team played someone – The Falcons. This past week. It was I the Falcons in overtime, wasn't it? Falcons. It was the Falcons. because And the Jets got their first win. Yeah. Good for them. Taylor Heineke was like falling down, threw it up, and McLaurin came – in the end zone and caught that ball. That was like a also, prayer. Yeah. Trey Lance. Look. I mean, even though like Debo Samuel had like the most broken coverage I think I've ever witnessed in a football game <laughs> in my life. I had that, him on my bench. Trey Lance, I think, threw it to him. And for a sec was just like, is this real? This man cannot be this was open. That, was that his first touchdown pass? No, because he threw no, one earlier he, this he year. he threw one his first week. So, I, they picked him up in my league for twelve dollars. I tried paying five. Jimmy G's out for a while, right? Jimmy G's potentially out for one week, or he's not getting his job back. If Jimmy G, I'm putting it in the sand right now. I'm putting my foot down. If Jimmy G is out for more than two weeks, I'll be a little pleasant. Say two weeks, he is not getting his job back. Yeah, Who Trey you, Lance will start. Do you want Trey Lance as a fan? Um, as a fan, I, I I still think that what we need to do is not rush it. Um, because I don't think that, like I said, don't get him tore up. Yeah, don't get him tore up. But we're talking about a guy who didn't play all last season because of COVID. So like, yes, he was great in 2019. But you going from North Dakota State, to where the, you went, where you went undefeated, which is great, to the but strongest to, division to the NFL, and not only the NFL, but the strongest division in the NFL. Um, you're having to go against. Aaron Donald and Bobby Wagner, who we talked about last week, had 44 tackles in three (laughs) games. So, like, we're not talking about your, like... Who had 44? Bobby Wagner? Bobby Wagner. You were drunk, so you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, Bobby Wagner's been... But, yes, Bobby Wagner had 44 tackles in three games. That's that insanity. Is, that's ludicrous. Yeah. Luda. Luda. He also got to play Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. Yeah. Yeah. And Bobby Jaylen Wagner Ramsey. has 54 tackles through four games. So we had, what, eight more since last Sunday? I, I don't know. 42, I kind of this This man out is not ass. tackling individual people. He's tackling whole families. That's crazy. Hey, Denzel Perryman is number two right now with 48. But since we're talking about league leaders, we're going to do the game that's capturing oh, the world I'm by story. Good at this, but go ahead. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you want to do it? No, I'll do it, but I'm just saying I'm not very good at it. Go so ahead. who are your top five passing leaders? Derek um, Carr. Right now, right now, number one is at 1399. Number two is at 1356. Number three is at 1273. Number four is at 1222. And number five is at 1218. Derek Carr's still up there. Derek Carr's still number one with 1399. I, even though he had a bad game last week. I think week. Daniel Jones. He threw for like 400 yards. Daniel last Jones week. is number seven. Okay, close. No, but no cigar. Is um, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is not on this list. Josh He's Allen. like number twelve. Yo, um, Josh they, Allen is not anywhere you know the close. Why to Josh this Allen's list. not in this because they pull him after the third quarter. Mitchell Trubisky scored a touchdown. Y'all are missing big ones. Kansas City. No, just Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is number five with twelve yeah. eighteen. Herbert. Uh, Herbert is number the one below Daniel Jones, so I think he's number eight. Tom Brady. 
Tom Brady is number two with 1,356. I know. So you have that. Derek Carr, number one, Tom Brady, number two, and Patrick Mahomes, number five. We're missing Aaron, four. Aaron Rodgers. You're missing three and four. Aaron Rodgers is not on this list. Who Lamar. throws a lot? Is Lamar Jackson on there? Lamar Jackson is like number 10, but he is not on this list. Lamar Jackson playing top five rushing. Who's throwing a lot? Joe Burrow. No, they're being more yeah. balanced. Think about MVP candidates right now. Kyler Murray. Oh. Kyler Murray has 1273. Oh, He's number three. And Stafford is number four with 1222. It's looking right now that Cardinals and Bills are, MV- are uh, Super Bowl favorites right now. It's still way too early, but yeah. I know, but that's what the – Dog. So, uh, we're doing running backs wait, right wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to quarterback. What's Ben at? Just out of curiosity. Uh, 17. I'm calling 17 now. He's he's ahead of Baker. Baker didn't do anything last week. Baker's look bad lately. They run a lot. He's at 17. Oh, I called it. I called <laughs> it. Isn't it like 1,000? Let's go. You're so loud. Isn't it like 1,004? It's uh 1,033. Okay. But did I not call I it, I don't though? know. I didn't hear it. Um, I said 17. He called it. So, rushing yards. Derrick Henry. We'll talk about that in a second. Derrick Henry. So, number one, number number one has 510. Number two has 362. Number three has 353. Number four has 342. And number five has 309. Derrick Henry's going to be a billionaire. Derrick Henry has 510 <laughs> yards through a, four games. What was the game we ran for like 300 yards against like two weeks ago? Dog, Derrick Henry might do it. Derrick Henry, I think, could this year. Or pass Emma Smith? Uh, no, not Emma no, Smith. No, I think in 16. Corey, uh, not Corey Dickerson. Uh, Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson for the most in a season. I mean, he might do it before. He might do it in the 16-game season. Heck, 17 might just be adding insult to injury at this point. Because who does he play this week? The Titans I play, know. I think, the Chargers. Dude, well, but the Titans look rough, bro. Yes, their secondary is garbage. We told we we did Nia say Jacob that they were that. their defense was not as good as people said they were. They paid eighty right. million for Bud Dupree. Yep. All right. <laughs> so who who we got? Bud. So all the rest of them are in the three hundred. Right. Zeke. Zeke is number four with three forty two. Good for Zeke. I think he's back. I told y'all I think he's back. Better than more. They got I tried trading him more for, for Saquon. They got a two-headed monster mm-hmm. in Dallas. Yeah, with Pollard. They're two different styles. Not to yeah. like run off the beaten path that we're on right now, but Zeke is like a bruiser, and Pollard's like fast as free. I know yeah. it's not Austin Eckler that's receiving. No, actually, I'd... Austin Eckler is <laughs> number eight. <laughs> Chris Carson's not it. Saquon. Maybe no, no. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's like three. Is it Cordell Patterson? That guy's been killing people uh, he in fantasy. Is, so Lamar Jackson is number nine um, under Austin Eckler. Mm. You only have number one right now. Dalvin Cook was hurt. I don't think he's up. Aaron Jones. No. Oh my gosh! Are we missing someone obvious? It's not All CMC. the rest of these are big, big names. It's not CMC. Two out of the five we've talked about in previous weeks. I'm having a brain. Montgomery? No, David Montgomery is number five with 309. He's not so he's you're, not staying there much longer. So you're missing number two and number three. The same number two and number three. Fuck me. 
Hold your breath. The Thanks. same number two, number three from Kamara. last week. Yeah. Uh, Kamara is number six. Ah. If it makes you feel any better, is number Damian, three, Damian I said, Harris? was number tied for number one last week. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, last week was a little bit of a burr. Sa- both are same division. As number one? Oh, is it James Robinson? No, they're the same. Div- two and three are the same division. James Conner? No, oh, he's is it been Joe man. Mixon. Yes, and other big running back in y'all's division. It's not Najee Harris. No. Nick Chubb. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Nick I, Chubb is number. Look, look, look. look Nick look. Chubb is number two with three sixty-two. With two and uh, Joe Mixon <laughs> is number three with three. I'm being 50, thrown off by the hiccup. Fifty-three. Yeah, dude, you're here. Ruining my vibe. You go do this. Ask Avery. All right, top five look, wide receivers. Look for the look for the yards. You have to scroll 373, over. Three seventy-three, number one. Three ninety-eight, number two. Four thirty-one. Yes. Yeah, Why is he not? This is weird. Oh, this goes. This is going by receptions. I need to click on yards. My bad. Yards: four ninety, four fifty three, four thirty one, three ninety eight, three seventy three, and three sixty nine. That's your top. Right, six. So Cooper Cup's number one. He is number three. Number one's Debo Samuel. Yes. Number two had a monster game last week. Fastest man alive. Oh, is it Tyreek Hill? Yes, number three. Number four, number five. I'm really proud to see one of them on there. Is it Robbie uh, Devontae Anderson? Adams? Devontae Adams, number five. Is number Rob, four. Is it DJ Moore? It is. Damn, DJ Moore, good for him. I try trading for DJ Moore, then he proceeds to pop off. That guy's on the table no more. That's crazy. It's It's insane to me. I saw a video that Tyler sent me. And it was Josh Allen pump faked to Stephon Diggs. And the entire right half of the field started to shadow this man. Like, I will put I will put it in words. Stephon Diggs right now is the most feared wide receiver in the NFL. When five people... That's, that, that's a bold claim. When five people on a, on a defense... When a quarterback looks the dude's way and pump fakes and half of the team has to go tackle this man, you are a threat. I think they are extremely – I'm not taking anything away from Diggs. I think they are extremely well balanced. They got a top – they got a top five quarterback. They've got number top five slot receiver in Cole Beasley. They got a number one in Diggs. They got a veteran savvy receiver in Emmanuel Sanders and an uprising – Tight end Dawson Knox, him and a rising receiver. I forget his name. Is it Gabriel? I don't know. It's either it's it's either Zay Who? Jones or Gabriel for the Bills. They have extremely well balanced offense. Zay Jones is on the Raiders. It's not him then. It's something Taylor Gabriel or something. But it doesn't matter. I still think that we're going to talk okay. about fantasy for a sec. I have Stephon Diggs on fantasy, and I'm waiting for like that one game where he pops off. But it's like the man's being triple coveraged. Every game, like it's like you cannot let this, and he still has a lot of yards, which is scary to me. I just meant from not a fantasy perspective, like he's able to get so open. I'm talking about fantasy now, but back then when I watched that clip he sent me, when half of the defense goes towards you, when you get looked at, 
that is a sign of respect. Maybe Tyreek Hill and maybe Devontae Adams could be in that, like, stratosphere and Cooper Cup's popping off. But, I mean, like, my God. I mean, if half of a team decides to go, oh, my God, he's going to throw to somebody we don't want, that's crazy. Because even then, I think DeAndre Hopkins faced against um, Jalen Ramsey, which is, like, the only, I think, is there any other corner besides Jalen Ramsey that you would trust 1v1 on anyone else? What is the cornerback you would trust 1v1 Maybe besides Jalen Ramsey? Jair Alexander, but even he got burned. Yeah, Sunday. no, Jair, Jair Alexander for sure. All right, so we, we're coming up with uh, – Avery, we didn't tell you about this, but we came up with kind of an idea. Um, we love drafts. You know how we love drafts. But Big what we're going to do is we are going to create a draft lineup for this week, and we're going to see who does the best this week. Oh, All right? God. So Who's we're, keeping up with this? Me, yeah. Well, we'll have Connor do it. He's the fantasy expert. Yeah, he's the Connor. But all you would have to do is just like keep track of like, <laughs> all right, this person had like twenty points or whatever. We're doing it is. standard PPR format. And right. the so, whole thing is you're doing fantasy. So like, it is a little bit of a strategy where it's like, yeah, Nick Chubb is a great running back, but hasn't done that great in fantasy to his draft value. So maybe picking Cordell Patterson, who went off for forty five points last week in my league, you could go, oh. So it's not about taking the best players right now because this is a little bit of a wild card with fantasy. Wild card. Heard. I got hit my throwback. All right, so what would you – Avery, we'll have you go first this time. I'll go Who last. Who would you like to go with with your first pick? And it, this is a fantasy team. This is fully all, fantasy. All, full offense and defense. Full offense and defense. Well, we have a defensive team. Okay. Um, snake draft. Yep. We have one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receiver, flex, tight end, defense. Yes. I'm trying to think of players who aren't hurt. That would be good. David Montgomery, real <laughs> good pickup this week. Yeah. I'll take Derrick Henry. Fuck. All right. This man, this man. He's I playing hear. the Jaguars. Yes, he is playing the that Jaguars. Man. I thought against the Jets that the Derrick Henry would break the single game rushing record. Um, give me, um, let me get Dalvin. Um, I think he, they're versus the Lions. I think that he's going to have a pop-off game. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. All right. What would you like? Um, give me Aaron Jones. He's going up against Cincinnati. I think that's going to be a big scoring game. All right. You get another one. My next pick. I am going to take. I'm going to take Justin Jefferson going up against Detroit. You know what? No. Travis Kelsey. Give me a tight end. They're going up against the Bills. That's going to be a shootout. They're playing the Bills. Yeah. I think this is if the Bills can beat the Chiefs here, you got to put respect on them. Um, for this one, I'm, I'm going to just knock it out early and I know that I probably don't need to. Um, but I'm going with Lamar going against the Colts, um, for my quarterback. Yeah. Um, uh, give me Michael Thomas. I think he's going to be good in this <laughs> Yeah. Part. Um, I'm sorry. 
I guess give me Debo. Samuel. Debo Samuel. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Number and one. and then Josh Allen because oh, Chiefs defense sucks. Other than Tyran. All right. Dang. Being left-handed looks like it sucks. Huh? I said being left-handed looks like it sucks. Yeah, it's tough. Right on it. Um, So, I am going with – I'm going with Zeke here. Um, I think that they're going against the Giants. Uh, The Giants are pretty bad, so might as well. And I didn't know that Zeke was having that good of a year until we were talking about him being, like, number four on the Russian Russian list. Yeah, he's been having a – Solid. He's been having a few games. Touchdown monster right now, too. Um, For me, is it my turn? Yeah. Yes. Give me Dak Prescott against the Giants. Dak. And give me. I am. I know what I just said, but. Give me Nick Chubb. I think that he's going to have a good game against Los Angeles because I think that their defense is going to do a pretty good job shutting them down, and it's going to be a run-heavy game. I got D-Hop going against the 49ers. I don't think that we have that great of a secondary to stop D-Hop for that long. So, um, D-Hop is my guy. Oh, I should have chose Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, here we are. This is weird. I'm trying to think of like a fantasy team. I'm usually thinking of like just a normal team. You have Aaron Jones, don't you? I do. Yes. I do. Shoot, give me James Robinson. If he doesn't get the starting role next year, we've I'm talked about this. He's gonna get it. I think. And then, uh, what I need a receiver, tight end, flex. Um, give me DJ Moore as my flex. Or just put him you as wide. You still need another wide receiver. Just put him as my wide receiver. They're playing the uh, the Eagles. So, yeah. Yeah, give me DJ Moore. That man's going to feast. Sam Darnold likes him a lot. Well, I mean, it makes sense. DJ Moore's a hell of – Robbie Anderson really just – Just wait till we get the eraser. Um, I'm going to get Devontae Adams. Um, Good. So, I got D-Hop and Devontae Adams. Now, I don't know how well it's going to fare this week alone, but – I got the talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two wide receivers I need. You need Give me right Stephon now. Give Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Who? Hill would be a good one. Well, I feel dumb for not taking Diggs. I feel dumb for not taking Hill. All right. Um, I need a tight end. Um, whoever Darren Waller's playing this week. It's going to be a good It's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, so I've been doing. Bears. So, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm going Darren Waller here. Waller the Waller the Walrus. Kittle still playing? Kittle yes. is playing. I guess you're gonna go with him. You right now need a tight end, a flex, and a defense. Yeah, I'll take Kittle. I don't know how good he's actually been doing in fantasy, but I can't name you any he's other. He's been doing all right. Not no, the, I feel you. I can't name you any other tight ends who have been T. doing good. T.J. Hawkinson. Um. George Kittle or TJ Hawkinson? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we were just fucking around with Hawkinson. Give me, See, he cares about cursing. I don't care about cursing. Give me the Patriots defense because they're playing the Texans. All right. Um, for mine, 
Um, I'm going with whoever's playing the Jaguars. So that the Titans? The you Titans. sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Take go- that I'm, risk. No, I'm going the Vikings defense. Give me the Panthers defense against the Eagles. And then on top of that, my flex position. We all need a flex, yes. Justin Jefferson. Just put JJ. The jet plane. JJ the jet plane. Heard. Um, Give me, actually, and I know that Cordell Patterson has been going off, but give me Cooper Cup. That was a good pick. I didn't think about that. I was actually going to go with Calvin Ridley until I was. I saw the Rams. All right, you got you got one more, Avery, big homie. Uh, I'll take Darnell Mooney. Mooney or Looney? Mooney. Well, uh, they did say Justin Fields is the starter now, yeah. which Mooney had like 170 yards receiving. His All right, Avery, here's your team. It's like the worst one, probably. Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, James Robinson, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore, George Kittle, Mooney, and the Patriots defense. None of us chose Alvin Kamara. Nobody did choose Alvin Kamara. Um, For my team, I have Lamar at quarterback, Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, D-Hop, Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams. No. Yes, Devontae Adams. I was about to say, uh, were we having problems here? Uh, I keep, sometimes I forget people's first names. Um, Darren Waller, Cooper Cup, and the Vikings defense. And then, Connor, your team is Dak, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Justin Jefferson, and the Panthers defense. Now, the next segment that I want to do is... Lock of the week. We do need to do that. Actually, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, before we get to my next segment, can I go first? Yes. So can you can you explain it? We didn't okay. do it last week. So can you? Because somebody <laughs> was out of commission. Um, so can you kind of explain what so, our scores are? What happened? So Jacob has three wins, two losses. Connor has two wins, two losses. Doug, I have, it should be three and one because this is oh yeah, five. yeah yeah yeah. Jacob's three and one. Connor's two and two. I'm one and three. Because yes, we did not have it last week. We did not say it on the air. But my lock of the week was I had the Packers, Packers six uh, minus six over the Steelers, which they won by I think ten. Yeah. Um. You had you had the uh, Cowboys. Cowboys beating the Panthers by I can't remember how much, but they enough. they covered it. Um. And then Connor had the Lions beating or covering the plus two spread over the Bears, over the Bears, and they lost. So um, that is how we got there. So we are starting with week five. Remember, just for the people, just to help us too, um, who can I not choose, who can you not choose? Because remember, we can't choose the same team okay. twice. I can't choose the Panthers, the Rams, the Steelers, or the Cowboys. Okay. You cannot choose the Niners, the Texans, the Raiders or the Packers. Connor can't choose the Rams, the Bengals, the Panthers, or the Lions. Okay. Um, I will go ahead and start us off here. Um, I'm going the Falcons minus three over the Jets. That's why I wanted to go first. It's okay. I'm sorry. Here, you can have it. No, 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 no. It's fair. 
I, I just want you guys to know that I'll you can't. I will. T- you can take it though, but if I lose, I'm gonna be pissed because the one loss that I do have is because if you recall, my pick got taken when it was the Panthers versus the Texans, and Connor said I won that pick too, and he said I'm gonna t- choose the same thing. No, nope. you got it. And we can't have the same one. Falcons are Sorry, I'll change it. No, I had three I was choosing from. You got I it? am choosing Tampa Bay 10 points favorites over Miami. Oh, okay. That's a big spread. Okay. Go big or go home, baby. Fair. Okay. Who can't I choose? Steelers. I can't choose the Panthers either. Jesus. What's the best kind of juice, Connor? Apple or orange. If somebody likes cranberry juice, automatically like cranberry Ontario juice. No, if you like cranberry juice, like and you drink it just to drink it, automatic automatically on a terrorist watch list. My I guess so I love reason, cranberry juice. The only reason why I terrorist. <laughs> only reason why I drink cranberry juice is because when I was at my friend Christian's house, his mom did not like orange juice, so she would buy cranberry juice. I hated it at first. Now I drink it. Not regularly, but when I do, I usually mix it with a peanut butter whiskey, and I make a PB and jelly, and it's one of the best drinks I've had recently. Heard. But I don't usually buy cranberry juice just to drink it, but I usually will pick, like, a mixture of others. I'm choosing the Ravens seven minus 7 over the Colts. You said the Ravens minus 7 over the Colts? Yeah. That's a big spread, though. And the Colts not being that bad. All right. I'm rolling the dice. Roll it. All right. Last segment, I think, right? One, one of the last segments. And this is one of my favorite segments. We introduced it last week. Oh, 20 God. questions. Oh, Lord. All right. That was so, so fun last week. <laughs> so, you have 20 questions to guess the player. Um, you, I'm not going to tell you the sport. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you whether he's retired or not retired. But you have to come up with it. You have to figure out who it is within 20 questions. All right, so you, I would suggest that you work together on this. And I will be keeping track this time, which I did not last time. So do we think, Avery, do we think it's one of the four major American sports? Well, we did football last week. I'm, I'm wondering if it's either going to be baseball or basketball. It's, it's definitely one of the four. Is it football? No. We just get these four out the way. Is it baseball? Yes. Okay, it's baseball. Do you want to do uh, – when do you think the break in baseball exists? Like 1950s, 60s? We're like – Are we going to even get close to this? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Number three. No, 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 no. When do you feel like we should separate this? Do you want to go like – we should ask, are they current? I guess because then if they are, that's yeah. a yes. If it's no, then they're retired. Are they active players? No. So they're retired. So – Let's do division. I uh, go down divisions. Now you should do NL, and if it's a yes, it's in the other league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of wasting two. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you in advance, and I will tell you the division and whatever it is. But I will tell you what he is most known that's, for. That's cool with me. Okay, because yeah. I know that some players like people they like, play for multiple teams yeah, and stuff it would like suck. that. All right, go ahead. Is he in the NL? No. So he's in the AL. So then go off the four. There's only three. So then go off the three. Are you going to tell us what he, like which one he's most known for? Yes. Like what the division? Yes. 
He only played in the AL, or like he was most known for the AL. He is most known for the AL. He did play for the NL for a while, but he is most known for the AL. We're doing baseball, so this is, is rough. He, is he in the AL East? No. All right, we got fifteen left. That narrowed. That made it hard. Look at look at the Dacom divisions, I'm, I'm y'all. At the divisions. I'll say Avery's my baseball guy. Look, look. There's so many baseball players. There's a all Diablo con los a Mexican. Oh my god! All right, we have the AL East, the AL Central, and the AL West. Did they play for the AL West? Let me make sure that I'm on the same page. As I well. would suck if we were all wrong on everything. <laughs> the Athletics. That would be fun. Yes, yes, he is in the AL West. That is the Houston Astros, the Mariners, the Athletics, the Angels, and the Rangers. And you said you would tell us what he's most known for? Mm-hmm. I think we should go, is he in the Hall of Fame? Because then that would be a good... Don't ask that. Because if he's most known for something, he probably is. Okay, that makes sense. I think I know who this guy is. Do you want to take this shot right now and ask... Well, I don't want to... I, I, I mean, you still got... You have asked six questions. So if you want to early he guess... Did he play for the Athletics? For the athletics, no. Then I don't know who this is. I was gonna yes, guess. You, I was gonna ask. Yes, you do. I thought it was gonna be Ricky Henderson. That's what I thought no. at first. Did they? Did he play for the Mariners? Yes. Okay, so we got Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey Jr., um, Ichiro. Ichiro. There's that other dude. Is he he was most known for being Asian. No, <laughs> it's not Ichiro. Well. He could. <laughs> What if it was Ichiro and he's just not known, known for, for being, being Asian? Asian? It can't be Alex Rodriguez because he's most known for his... Yankees. Yankees. It's got to be Ken Griffey. He's the only one that I know of that's the like way, most yeah. well-known. We'll save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Is this player African-American? Yes. Okay. It so could we, be senior. could be a joke. Yeah, but then if it's not Ken Griffey Jr. They, he could be most known for giving birth to the Then kid. I have another question. Does he have Junior in his name? Yes. All right, we know who it is. All right, go ahead. Is it Ken Griffey Jr.? No, it's Alex Rodriguez Jr. No. I, I didn't no. know he was a junior. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it sounded like someone pulled you out of the room. <laughs> no, it was Cal, it, it, Cal Ripken. Oh, my God. Cal Ripken Kim. Jr. No. <laughs> no, it was Ken Griffey come, Jr. I come fighting my way back. Cal Ripken. No, it's Cal Ripken. <laughs> Dude. I, that, I actually that was a really super enjoy trick, it. That was a super trick question because it could have been anybody. Yeah, in baseball, I feel like asking a race question Well, is I was going to say Pete Rose, but I didn't think that y'all would know what division, what team he played for. Yeah, I'm any, I knew that. NL, NL Central, Cincinnati Reds. Yes, he did. Uh, does this man have a name that's related to Flowers? I want, I want <laughs> Connor, one day I want you to do it <laughs> just so I can be part of the question I'll do it process. next week. Next week for sure. Do it. Right. You gotta do someone obscure, like the WNBA. I'm gonna go watch baseball. Doesn't exist. Fran Tarkenton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be Steve Largent or Ricky Henderson or Randy Johnson. The, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, y'all. Well, we greatly appreciate you listening. <laughs> we could um, do like three of these in a row. I think that'd be fun. That'd we, be, we all get our own guy? That'd be wild, actually. I, I'd be for it. Let's do that next week. All right, cool. Well, guys, we greatly appreciate you listening. Um, y'all day. have a good rest of your day. Um, it was a good day. We had early release today. So y'all have a good week. We will see you guys next week.